Hello. What's up? This is episode one of Seasonable Clout. Let's go. Let's do some chords uh, to bring this in. I'm in the chords. Yeah, let the bass rumble, then the chords come in like, you know, like some strings. Yeah. 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 It's kind of for real chords. Yo, 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 yo. Wait a minute. Ah, what a feeling. The first episode. It's the first episode. What are we talking about here, huh? Thaddeus Shade, your favorite meme poster, aka the couch comedian. First of all, before I even get started, I just want to give thanks for Nia Long existing. Ugh, gotta turn off my phone. I gotta put this shit on mute. It's all about being okay. Uh, Nia Long, my God. I can't, can you get, uh, 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 you got to remember that. It's important to remember that, okay? Friday, 1995, Ice Cube, Chris Tucker. There's a scene, okay? Scene Nia Long, she's, she's glistening. She's just, she's on a light jog, and it's just, oh, man, it's just. Whoo. Whoo. I know y'all like, damn, you know, she was a Boys in the Hood. She's with Ice Cube. Ice Cube, when he's in the crib, taking the swings. But I remember. I remember the run. Man, I remember the rhyme. And then I seen her in Fresh Prince. Oh, so beautiful. That's what I just want to say. I was, you know, she's a crush of mine, so it's, it's my shit. So I could shout out, you know, my crushes. Anyway, you know, if you want to see her and what she's been doing recently, you know, if you haven't seen The Banker, The Banker's really good uh, and also black as fuck. Eh, you know, black as fuck. Anyway, I'm not really going to go into what I'm going to do on this podcast uh, because uh, it'll be really uppity and downity. You know, I might, you know, one day have a guest. I might get into some wild conspiracies. You know, we don't really know. That's the thing about me. You don't really know. Yo, uh, Jordan Peele, J.J. Abrams, two of my two of my faves, and I mean, listen, buddy, they're my faves in Hollywood. My faves in Hollywood. Have you seen that trailer they got coming? I mean, that's that's, that's dropped. Have you seen the trailer? Oh, Jordan Peele's been on fire. The man can make. Some dope movies, and I'm already a big J.J. Abrams fan. I'm almost trying to get him to direct everything. That's what I try to do. I know it, I know the man produces. I know the white guy produces, and he, uh, he, he executive produces. But I wouldn't mind him directing everything in Hollywood. That's just how I be thinking sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But the TV show's coming out on HBO. Uh, I currently don't have HBO. I currently won't pay for HBO. 
I might be able to get HBO a different way or see the shows that come on HBO in a different way, but I don't currently. I, I, I can't do it. You know, I got Netflix. I got, I got Disney Plus uh, or ESPN and there's Hulu and there's Prime. And, you know, we don't really care about Prime. Prime is, you know, the homeless man that is relentless that you won't give change to, but it's, he's always that he's just trying and you, 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 you eventually break. Say here, man, here, here, here goes a quarter. Every once in a while, prime has something that I, that I watch, but most of the time, no, I have prime because of Amazon. <laughs> it's fucking Amazon. Anyway, uh, Lovecraft country. Didn't look up when it drops, but, uh, Man, this this shit looks ooh, shit looks fire. I'ma read what it's supposed to be about. You ready? And I always read things in a uh a very um I just read things the way I want to. Sorry, I had to reach for my coffee. I ain't shit without my coffee, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Take a sip, cause fuck y'all. All right. The premise. Premise, premise, premise. Lovecraft Country follows Atticus Black as he joins up with his friends, Latina, and his uncle George to embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow's America in search of his missing father. This begins a struggle to survive and overcome both the racist terrorists of white America and the terrifying monsters that could be ripped from a Lovecraft paper book. Oh, don't that even sound good? It sounds riveting. Not only are you about to see white people disrespect black people, like, hey, I I try to avoid those because they really get under my skin. But not only are you about to see a good old-fashioned, what are you doing here, boy? But you also gonna have monsters, creatures. Ah, oh, he really knows how to terrorize the black man. He really does, man. It's special. It's special. If you thought child support was scary, <laughs> if you thought your dad running out on your mom was scary, wait till Jordan Peele make a movie, and then you be scared. Then you shook. You're shook. It's such a good job. Like I said, I fuck with J.J. Abrams. He got, he got good taste, man. He really does. Um, so I just want to, before I move on to, to my topics, how you got things written down. And, and by the way, I, I write like a confused third grader, so I have to kind of squint in my own writing. But, man. Lockdown, quarantine—it's—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, uh, it's getting to me. It's—it's it's in my spine. It's on my neck. It's in my body. I'm—I want to do some things. You know, I want to do some things. I want to go to the movies. You know, I want to—I want to go. I want to go. Uh, I want to go to the mall. You know, I want to buy some things. You know, it's getting to me, and it feels real. It's—I—I I never liked. Going to the grocery store is not like a like a thing of mine. I'm not like, 
yay, let's go to the grocery store. Hey, let's go. That's not really what I enjoy, you know. And now you take that and then you add on what's going on. It feels really weird going into the grocery store. I'm trying to check on the floor for the lines, make sure I got my distance, whatever the case may be. Um, it feels like you're going with Rick Grimes from, from Walking Dead. So, you know, you're walking in a store and he's like, we got walkers. It's really strange. It's, the atmosphere is really different. And uh, I just kind of, you know, I'm hoping and, 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 and praying that uh, some normal, normal comes back. I don't. I ain't gonna use the new normal. I, I mean, I'm gonna say new normal, but I ain't gonna. I don't believe this is gonna be the new normal. You're not, you're not gonna convince me the new normal is you know six feet. You know, even though I like it that way, I like my I like my space. You know, back up. Don't touch me. What you're doing? I can feel your breath. Doesn't smell right. Please leave me. You hit him with the box. Back up. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm ready for this shit to uh, kind of uh, calm down, man. I've been in here, and I've really ran down Netflix. I really uh, beat up on Netflix. I have uh, all day and a night. Currently pause right now, you know. I pause that because the movie's already 23 minutes in, and it's, it's good. But I pause that. <laughs> Would you like to know what I paused it for? Well, allow me to tell you. I paused it for Pornhub. I felt the itch. The itch was there. I had to do something about the itch, you know? You, you, listen, man, you're listening to Seasonable Clout. I'm Fatty as Shade, all right? I'm just letting you know. What I tell you? What I tell you? I'm not done. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Last dance, man. Saved a lot of lives. It saved a lot of lives. Are you feeling me? Uh, yeah, it saved a lot of lives, man, because we needed this and we got it. And uh, uh, to be starting this podcast while it's going on, I'm so happy because, uh, of course, you know, born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s. The Bulls was everything to everybody. Jordan was everything to the world. And who knew that I would grow up to be a, a fucking massive Kobe Bean Bryant fan. Whoa, did I have a, that's, that's my guy. That's my hero. That's my idol. That's, that was my guy. And, uh, last, last night's episode five and six, five and six. Hold on. Where, I put my, where did I put my hydro flask? Cause I'm bougie and I takes a sip. I takes a sip and I dip. Um, last night's episodes five and six, Kobe's on there and I'm going to get to Kobe, but man, there was some, there was some really, 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 really cool shit in five and six that I learned 
that I never knew, you know. Um, and before I get into that, I just want to say, Clyde the Glide, I'm sorry that they were so mean to you. Clyde the Glide, I'm so sorry. And it's not right, man. It's not right, man. I, listen, listen, man. Talking about my mama, ass whooping. Spitting on me, I got to fight you. Being disrespected how Clyde the Glide was respect, disrespected last night. That's on the list. <laughs> they tried to compare MJ to Clyde the Glide, and it's Clyde Drexler for people who are not in the basketball world. Clyde Drexler, you can Google him. And for all my groupies, he's too old to get, so leave him alone. All right? I know y'all about to, to Google, check out his contract and shit, but that's an old nigga. That's an old nigga. Leave him alone. Don't... Don't hop in his DMs if he, I don't think he even know how to answer. Leave him alone. But the disrespect. He is. Hall of Famer. He is Clyde the Glide. Jesus, but I get it, man. I mean, it just looks like MJ just, oh, man, you stepped on my shoes. I got to give you 45 tonight. Oh, man. You done stepped on my shoestrings. 69. I mean, golly. And they didn't show, they didn't show Clyde Drexler happy at that. He, I mean, he <laughs> he really looked like when your manager come in on your shift and asked you to stay two extra hours. I guess I just uh guess I just keep trying to guard this nigga. <laughs> He was really on an island getting his ass torched. Anyway, uh, if I was Nike, I would have signed Jordan's mama to a contract, too. My God. Changed Nike's old course. Changed their whole course. Let me give you a little Samuel Jackson. You ready? I'm going to give you a little Samuel Jackson. Hold on. Let me get it together. Where is Knee Bomb? Where? It's Nebom. <laughs> but change their whole damn course, yo. That's that's crazy. She told him, now, baby, you're going to have to. And he got on the plane and he went. Sure, sure. I mean, he had the agent, you know, he's a longtime agent, you know. Tell him, like, man, this is, you got to do this. This is a great deal. But ultimately, who are you going to listen to? You going to listen to you? Listen to your mom. Baby, you got you to gotta go. Nike changed. Showed, sold a million plus shoes. They were trying to sell three million shoes. And I think, like they said, like three years or something like that. Showed a, sold a million plus shoes in the first year. Are you shitting me? Are you that's what Mike. <laughs> that's what Mike said at the end of the year. He went. Cole, you stupid. <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. That's in, the stuff that you find out through this documentary has been so, so, so cool. Like nerd geek cool. And these are the times where even and 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 I'm a like I said, I'm not I'm a nightlife produ- uh promoter, right? And uh I'm around a lot of these athletes a lot, you know. A lot of these guys are, some of them are cool, some of them are divas, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're all, most of them, even if they're a diva, they have, you know, some have a right to be diva because, you know, they're MVPs and so forth and they can't, they, you know, they, they deal with a lot, right? They deal with a lot. Um, and then so they have to, they got a, they got an image. They got an image, right? They got an image. And man, um, I bet you this documentary has turned them into just true, true, true geeks, nerds, fans. They, they're the little kid growing up again. There's no image. It's all, all of it's tore down. As soon as that shit comes on and they throwing Jerry, you know, cross under the bus, it's just, <laughs> and, and it's just automatic. Ah, Mike, it's Mike, it's Scotty. It's Mike and Scotty. Oh, shit. And it's, uh, you know, BJ Armstrong said something really cool uh, last night. I can't remember what episode it was. But he talked about how Mike, Mike J. I know him. Look, I know him as Mike J. When I see him, when I talk to him, I know him as Mike J. Now, y'all call him Michael Jordan, Air Mike. I call him Mike J. I fix, you know, me and him got a whole little relationship. We we cool. We, we That's my boy. Not playing. I don't know that nigga. But look, um... BJ Armstrong said some real cool shit last night. And uh, I feel like that's a lot. Like when you're Hall of Fame, when you're legendary status, when you're a superstar, you go superstar and you go up from there, I feel. You really do understand how to win the game. You know, how to win. Uh, Not necessarily just, you know, out there playing, hooping, busting your ass, but that's cool. That's cool, you know, for my seventh man who come in, give us a good, you know, four or five minutes, play his role. You know, somebody somebody who's usually not hot, they hit four threes tonight. That's cute. But when you're superstar, legend, Hall of Fame, legendary, you know, great, you know how to, to win the game. I'm going to finish the game off. I'm going to win. Excuse me. And that's what M, uh, BJ Armstrong said. Who still looks fucking like he's in his... Tw- when I, I remember I used to watch BJ Armstrong. And I'm like, this guy, he's not an adult. He's got to have a diaper under them shorts. But, you know, he, still, he looks exactly how he used to look. You know, a little older, but looks the same. Yeah, but uh, he said that uh, Mike... F- figured out how to win the game. He let everybody else play basketball. Y'all can play, but I'm a win. Man, it's just crazy to watch. And Mike has those, I've drunk seven Miller Lite eyes. I don't know what it is. He's got those yellow eyes, but, you know, whatever. When you got a billion dollars, you could probably get them fixed. I don't know. And now let me get to uh, let me get to 
to my what I was waiting for, which is Kobe Bean. First of all, fuck y'all, man. ESPN, Netflix, ESPN mainly. Fuck y'all, all right? I hate being marketed to in a lied way, all right? And I'm not mad about it, really. I'm just bitching because, you know, it's my shit. I can bitch. Oi, can bitch. Hello, Neil Long. I'm still thinking about you. I'm still thinking about you. Oh. But I'm able to bitch. Because you guys sold me, man. Bing. Now, I watch anything has to do with Bryant. I've watched just over the years, just countless amounts of footage and game and just understood what he was going to do at what point in the game he was going to do it. Um, just a massive, massive, massive fan. And so I was really excited. It's like just really kid pumped to see what my uh, late great hero had to say. And uh, he was in there for a, He's in there for just a <laughs> a short, short, you know, short second. And that's okay, man, because, I, like I said, it was really about, you know, watching Mike, especially when he was talking about, you know, him in the locker room with the other East All-Stars, and they all got to kind of chatting about him, and then watching Mike talk about him during the All-Star game on the bench. I was just like, man, that dude is a juggernaut. It's a warrior. Kobe's just invincible, you know? And to watch the guy, Kareem, no, Oscar, okay, Bill Russell, yeah, okay. To watch the guy talk about my 24, my MJ, Ah, uh, meant the world to me. So it was all worth it. So I'm, I'm bitching ESPN, but I'm not that mad. All right. I'm not that mad at y'all. I'm not that mad at y'all. But man, it was really cool to see Kobe talk. And he really just, you can see when he talk about basketball, he, everything is dissected and said correctly. He don't ever stumble, stutter. He just... It comes out smooth, man. That's his artistry. That's his art. He knows it well, and it's just so cool to see him talk about basketball. Um, first thing that I ever want to do if I ever get... I've, I've actually met Mike, so I'm going to give you a story. I used to do music, all right? Like I said, I believe that I'll share more of me as this podcast go. I'll never get too personal because I don't like motherfuckers in my life. I don't like... Folks in my life, I keep them on the outside. I don't like them in my life. So I, uh, um, this is a long time ago. I was doing music, and uh, I was out here in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. I don't live in Scottsdale. My God, I'm a nightlife promoter. I would be in there. You know, that's too dangerous for me. Nightlife promoter living in the area of which I promoted and my club is in. 
I have seven kids. Seven kids. I'll be inside the clinic all the time. You know. Hey, man, check me out. I, I need to be tested again. Just fuck seven. Nah. Nah. Anyway. So, long time ago, me and my boys, I used to really, really push, push my CDs hard, you know. This is back when CDs was acceptable to give to motherfuckers. I don't think it's acceptable now. If I see you at the Church of Chicken, if I see you at the gas station, you're still trying to hand me a CD, I'm going to call the cops. You ever, you, ever been, you ever had the cops called on you for selling a CD? No. Then don't do it to me. Don't. You... Trick me. You DM me and you make me go to your SoundCloud like all these other motherfuckers do. It still happens, people. They still come to you with CDs. It's not right. You trick me. You say, hey, what's up, man? And then I click on it and it's a SoundCloud leak. That's how you do it, man. Shit. Anyway. Uh... Where was that? Uh, shit. Here it goes. Just close your, just close your eyes and think of a running. Anyway, uh, we were outside of a club called Next for the elderly in the city. They'll know what I'm talking about. And uh, Mike had visited that night. I'm not gonna go into detail because <laughs> my job. Anyway. Uh, he was, uh, going into the club. We seen him. I said, damn, we was all tripping. Cause that's Mike. That's, you know, hopefully when I say this, I survive the rest of the day. All right. I'm going to knock on some wood too, but it goes. God, Jesus, Michael Jordan. And if you're not careful, if Jesus and Jordan are on the same, like they're right next to each other, and somebody come up and say, well, who are you going to say hi to first? Well, you know my answer. And so uh, Mike goes in. He stays for a little bit. He comes out, and he's got the cigar in his mouth, right? The cigar I've been seeing all through the documentary, Mike's got one in his mouth. He's got a little smile. He's dressed like a painter who just got picked up from Home Depot and he did some work. But you know he's filthy rich, but he's just, he's dressed like he's coming in to tell you what he could do for you. Well, see, I can, I can paint right, I can get that fixed right there. I could do, but you know he got bread and he's coming out and we like, Mike, man, you know, I wouldn't give you my CD, man, you know, I I couldn't say much. Nobody wanted to say nothing to him. Nobody. But I had the heart. The really big black young man had the heart. All right? Because I'm not afraid of nobody. You can put me down in that hole if you want. But I was going to rise out. And I was going to survive. No, I gave him the CD. And you know, you know what he said to us? Mike spoke to us, man. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. 
You know you a fan if you know a motherfucker's middle name. Jeffrey. Mike spoke to us, man. Whoa. I'm taking a second here. And he said, all right, young fella, I'm going to check it out. I was out. That was it. I was done for the night. I didn't, I didn't look at it. I didn't even want to look at the white women no more. I left. I said, I'm not looking for that. I'm not looking at no more, no, no more white women. I'm going home, man. Mike just talked to us. That's it, man. That's it. It was good, man. It's fucking awesome. Michael Jeffrey Jordan said he gonna listen to it. I he probably cocked back like he was on that that minor league baseball team and threw that CD twenty miles. But he took it and he spoke. I left, called everybody back home. I was bragging. It was it was a sight to see. Uh, one 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 important thing I learned. That if uh, I ever get to meet Mike again, oh, I'm placing some bets with this nigga. Because he pay and he like to gamble. He going to pay you. And he like, he like to gamble, he going to pay you. He like to gamble, he going to pay you. He like to gamble, he going to pay you. And I'm down, man. I mean, I can't. I, I got a budget. It's a little bit of a budget. But if you could, if you could let me get, like if I'm winning, you doubling down. If you let me get up there, if you let me get up, man, I keep betting with. But the budget, we five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen dollars. You know how I be. You know how I be, Mike. You know, I ain't got it. You know, I ain't got it. Come on, man. Ten dollars, I ain't got it, man. Come on, 20, ah, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. The last thing I'm going to talk about in my documentary that was cold. Now, normally, I, I mean, Charles, Charles Chuck Barkley, I love him, you know, TNT crew. I wonder what, Cause I know they they're friends, so I know he had to tell them, you know, only I only packed one suit that night. That's cold, 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 cold shit, man. That's how he thought. That's how he believed. He said, "Man, I'm only bringing one suit. I only know one other person that can deliver a line like that. Close your eyes, all right." Replace Mike with Denzel. Denzel walks on the bus. Says, hey, guys, I don't know about you. Hey, guys, I don't know about you, but I'm only going to bring one suit. It's the only other person that can deliver that and, and really get it across to the team. That's heavy. That's a heavy line. I'm only bringing one suit. Because we going to win this shit, man. We're going to end this shit here. And I mean, Barkley was, man, I remember, I remember 
The truckster going to work. Jordan scored every point. All the way up until Horace Grant swung the ball. And I wonder if Horace Grant, when he swung it, he said, damn, who'd I swing it to? Because it was, the ball was swinging. Jordan swung it. I think it got to Pippen. Pippen swung it. He drove it or he gave it to Horace. Horace swung around. I like to know if Horace knew that was Paxson. I know he know he on the court, and you're supposed to know where your man is. That's where your man is. Where your, hold on. You're supposed to know where your manzy is. That's my manzies. So, but it's, it was a hectic moment. Clock coming, you know, because shit happens. J.R. Smith. <laughs> and you don't necessarily know because shit's frantic. you like, I just passed it out, man. You don't know if Mike, Mike was probably could have been mad. Like, nigga, you supposed to give me the ball back. You just swung it. But I mean everything about John Paxson's shot is worth watching. It is something about people who shoot the last shot and make it. Ray Allen, Steve Kerr, John Paxson. The form. Do you see the form? I mean, he followed through. All the way. And, I mean, when they was talking to him in the documentary, he said, hey, man, it, it meant a lot to me. And, I mean, you can see the water in his eyes. You can see the water in his eyes, man. I, I know Chuck hit somebody that night, though. Mr. Barkley hit somebody that night. He swung on somebody, man. And I don't know who it was, but Barkley got anger issues. He hit somebody that night. I don't, I don't care. He did. You're not going to tell me he didn't. Thank you, ESPN and Netflix for, for The Last Dance. I'm so enjoying that shit. Because this shit is, I'm living in a different life. I, so one, one day I'll go into how I beat the coronavirus. I was sick with it. I beat it. We'll go into that one day, right? Um, this shit is all different. Everything is different. And I'm, from the fucking slums, poor, black, big and black. Thought I couldn't couldn't get no tougher. Try being big, black, with a virus that's taking out black people. I can't even go into Whole Foods without these motherfuckers looking at me crazy. I just want to go into Whole Foods. You know that's white area. That's white land. They run that shit. You just visiting. Trying to come here and get some organic shit, baby. That's it. That's all I'm trying to do. As soon as I walk in, I got my beard. 6'3". 220. I'm not really 220. You know. Add like 30 pounds. 30, 35, 40 pounds on that. And... Add all that up with the virus going on, and it's mainly taking out black folk. And I came into Whole Foods. I just wanted to get a little vegan meal because I've been going vegan, you know. Got to get away from that pork, get away from that bacon. But don't get it twisted, though. I know I said I'm vegan, I get away from that pork, get away from that bacon. 
Denny's calls. They didn't say Denny's because they don't like niggas. I hop be calling a motherfucker. And all I want to do is go in there and say, hey, let me get two pancakes, four slices of bacon. Two pancakes, four slices of bacon. Glass of water, some apple juice. And because I decided to go vegan, not because of the animals, be mad at me if you want, but because of my health, I cannot go into IHOP and I cannot order two pancakes, four slices of bacon, some water, and some apple juice. Ugh, hurts my heart. They be shooking Whole Foods, boy. Jesus Christ. It's okay, man. It's okay. I, I'm nice. I'm really nice. I can switch it up. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, it's a beautiful day. Oh, it's a lovely day. Or I could be like, nigga, what the fuck, nigga? Fuck is your motherfucking problem, nigga? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, a little bit too much cussing, right? Uh, anyway, I'll move on because where we at? Almost. Oh, we almost at 40 minutes. 40 minutes. I got about good. I, I don't want to do too long. What I want to know, I keep going. Rubbing my hands like I just stole something from somebody. But uh, Drake drops some music. And you know it's sad when it's just a sad time in music that when Drake drops something, it just is so important to your ears. You know, somebody that that can that can at least make an album drop something. At least he gonna have a different cadence, and you know. Beats gonna sound the same, but I mean, yeah, just just tries a little. You know, he tries a little. And uh, but he got a record on there. It's really funny, man. It's really funny to me because there are women out there that if you're if you're if you're a high class quieter, a high class quieter means that you are probably a high class side chick. A high-class quieter. That means you know how to keep your mouth shut and earn a paycheck. And how you earn the paycheck is because you keep your mouth quiet, shut. You go out to eat, you have some sex, and then, you know, the, the, the rapper or the athlete takes care of you. You're a high-class quieter. Right? Those know about AMGs. I think I had, you know, I got a boy, you know, that was in the NFL. I think I, I think I rode in the AMG. I think it was. I, I can't remember. It was nice as a motherfucker. You, it's weird because niggas with money don't necessarily. I was shocked because when I got in the car, it was dirty. You know, it reminded me of when I had, you know, my box Chevy back home. I, you know, it was a box Chevy. It wasn't clean. It was, it was old. So. It was like McDonald's bags and shit in there and like a like a like an old condom in there. And you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure there, there might have been a roach or two in there. I'm not for sure. I was from the from the ghetto. I didn't take care of my shit well. But I think the song is called Time Flies. Uh he mentions the AMG in the hook. And I know, I just know when he said it. The ones trying to become high class quieters. Went and Googled it. 
I'm outside in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm outside in it. AMG. I'm outside in it. AMG. They said, you know what? What's an AMG? I got to know what an AMG is. I'm outside in it. AMG. And I was thinking, man, this shit's getting ridiculous. It's not fair anymore that... So, back when I was growing up, if a chick had a regular nine-to-five... Growing up or, you know, I don't know, in my 20s, early 20s maybe. If a chick had a regular, if a woman had a regular 9 to 5, let me be, if a woman had a regular 9 to 5, if she had a regular 9 to 5, she was for the other regular guys. You know, you had a shot. You know, no kids, some kids, whatever the case may be, as long as you had a regular 9 to 5, you had a shot. You know, the models, the actresses, the other singers, you know, flight attendants, fucking lawyers, whatever women were that were up there or traveled a lot, you couldn't get those. But the regular nine-to-fivers, you had a fucking shot. There was a, you had a fucking chance. But I'm outside in an AMG. Shit's changed, right? Because they learn this shit. So they're saying, what is an AMG? They go look it up. And this is, they're not high-class quieters yet. So they go in and they go type it up and say, what's an AMG? <laughs> oh, bitch, that's a high-end car. Shit. I can no longer fuck a nigga who ain't driving an AMG. And this shit don't have the same ring, man. She gonna tell you to your face. Do you think I'm outside driving a Prius is gonna work? Well, let's try it. I'm outside in a Prius. Don't sound good. I'm outside in a Camry. Don't sound good. I'm outside in a Prius. Still don't sound good. I'm trying to make it work, but it don't work. Do it. The shit ain't. It ain't. It ain't flowing right. It ain't flowing right. I'm outside in a Camry. Still ain't hitting, huh? Ugh, damn, I don't, I don't know where to, you know, that's where we at. That's where we at. You can't, the nine to fivers know what an AMG is now. So, Sarah can be black or white, running the register at the family dollar. She's an essential worker. Six feet, please. Damn. I guess I just made her black by that tone, but, right? Can, the things that have changed now is that Sarah can now look in her DMs and at least see anybody from the eighth, the seventh, are the 12th man in her DMs. Because I believe that the sixth man in the starting five, I mean, you know, if you're, you know, if you're, the, you're on the Pistons, I'm pretty sure you might still be DMing chicks, you know, if you're in a starting five or the sixth man, you know. 
But the elites, the elites who, you know, got homes and shit, they're not DMing. But it's not to say that the seventh to twelfth man can't get a I'm outside in an AMG. Thought I was gonna play the, the short version. So they got the AMG. The thing now is they can now get in touch with the nine to fiver. The essential worker can now get blah, 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 blah. Folks, Brazil and get to drive, get to ride around in an AMG. It is, it's so tough to be regular nowadays. Ah! I'm outside in an AMG. Ah! Ah! Man. It's so tough, man. It's so tough. Leave, listen, and then if you're like, you know, second string, third string in NFL, that's cool. I'm, I be loving it. Y'all niggas is dope. You know, I, I ain't met a, a bad athlete, man. And I'm in the business of like making sure you motherfuckers have fun. And when you come to international, you have fun. Right? I mean, there's been some, I'm not going to say, I mean, there's, there's been some times where things that had a little too much fun, maybe got to, you know, you know, they had some trouble leaving the club and the police were involved. It was some wild shit. But you, know, but you have fun when you come to my spot. Now, now, like, that's, you know, that's, that's open range. You don't know what you do for a living. So you may... Stumble, a fine, stumble upon a fine nine to fiver. You're like, damn, she look good. She can come to the table. You know, you find out that she know she the fastest bagger in Walmart. But it don't matter because she's fine and you can change her life. And that's cool, man. But it really sucks that if her DM, I mean, like if her Instagram is kind of, you know, kind of popping, not, not 10K, but maybe like 4K, Four four thousand followers, she get like two hundred likes. But you niggas can enter into them DMs and really change your life. And then that guy, that I'm outside in a Prius, he got to go to Tinder now. He's got to go to Bumble. The rappers now, same thing. They able to get in there, knock them down, take care of them. God, you couldn't get a bag. I'm outside and it is. Don't work. It don't work, man. Hey, Nia. My God. Uh, she was just running. Just, uh, just looking good. Oh, my God. Just looking so fucking good. Oh, man. I didn't know I was going to be able to really, really just go after it. Man, I'm killing this shit. I'm really killing this shit. Can I get a drink? <laughs> Guess what? It's my shit. I sure can. I can't wait to start interviewing folks. I want to be like, uh, I won't be this insane 
when I'm interviewing folks, I'll be a little bit more chill and shit like that. But I can't wait to start. Um, I'm looking for this thing real quick, and uh, it's it's coming. Don't worry about it. Y'all just chill and, you know. And remember, I'm outside in an AMG. I'm really not. I'm outside in an AMG. I wish. <laughs> Where is this at, man? I got to find it first. And y'all can bear with me. Stay with me. Don't. Don't do it. Don't whine. Uh, that's not it. That Ruby Rose situation is wild, too. That's a wild situation. Here we are. Okay. So, I, you know, I, got, so I, got, I write down my topics, man. I kind of go through things that I, that I catch, and, and, you know, I decided that I'm just going to talk about those things and really get into it. it. 2020 really feels alien invading worthy. Like, it feels like we now would be okay. The beginning of the year, we would all lose our shit. You know, we didn't, Mr. Bryant passing, his daughter passing, and all the people on the helicopter passing, you know, fires in Australia, fucking hurricanes, all type. It really feels like, fuck it, E.T., we, we okay. If you come down here, we're not going to lose our shit because we've already, we've already lost it, regained it, and lost it again with all the shit that's going on. My God. And to add on, murder hornets? The fuck is a murder hornet? Well, let me, let me tell you. <clears throat> here we go. Reporting from the New York Times, Mike Baker. Describe the two-inch Asian giant hornet species known as the murder hornet, which was first sighted in Washington state last fall. The invaders use mandible shapes like spiked shark fins to wipe out a honeybee hive in a matter of hours. Capable of killing humans, their venom and stinger make for an excruciating combination that victims have likened to hot metal driving into their skin. Driving into their skin. Driving into... Do you hear this shit? Murder hornets? Someone that's related to Jeffrey Dahmer had to come up with this name. This ain't even clever. This is just mean. This is scary. Which is, I guess, the point, but they had to be akin to Jeffrey Dahmer, akin to Ted Bundy. Because just like a normal bee scientist isn't going to murder hornets? Whoever came up with that name, check their house for bodies. Check their house for bodies, man. You stupid. No, I'm not. Check the house for bodies. Check them. Murder hornets on top of everything we've been going through. It just ain't right. It just ain't right. Jesus. I don't even know what to say. To That's why I say, look, man, 
Aliens come down and say, man, we've been watching y'all, man. This shit wild down here. God damn. Uh, we came to get some of y'all natural resources and get the fuck out of here because y'all really going through it. Uh, let me get some of that water. Um, y'all can keep Kanye and keep, and keep Trump. We don't need that, nigga. Um, let, me, let, us, let us get Beyonce real quick. Let us get Beyonce. We need Beyonce. That's, that's my people's right there. That's Beyonce. For some reason, uh, uh, I know y'all not going to like this. I know you're not gonna like this shit, man. But we need Barack Obama too. That's my nigga. He was doing, he was doing all right too. And we're gonna be all right. Cause you know, we're gonna be like, okay, cool. Cause you know why we in hell right now. Murder hornets don't make no sense. It was a time I was driving my car. My boy uh, GRC was with me. B comes into the car, mid-traffic. You would have thought I was the whitest woman in America who just walked through Compton half-ass naked and then fell and tripped into the worst spider web ever in life. In traffic, I hopped out, screaming, I'm yelling. I don't fuck with bees, man. You want to come through my house? You want to try to rob me? Cool. You a human. Let's go at it. Bang, bang, pow, pow. I don't give a fuck. But bees, they can have my shit. I don't fuck with them. And Lord, Lord, let there be a wasp. I will pass out. I don't fuck with them. And now you give me murder hornets on top of a fucking virus? We're going to make it, though. We're going to be good. At some point, the year is going to start to just be a little better. I think things might get shaky around voting time. I think that's when Satan going to come back up, and then he really going to be, you know, doing a running man. But I think we're going to be all right. We're going to get like two good months where the shit's just kind of chill. There's no deaths, no rapper deaths, no, no athlete deaths. It was... You know, nobody's sick, no murder hornets, or maybe they'll be here. I don't know. But it's just kind of chill, you know? Hopefully around Christmas time, because damn it, I'm a Christmas guy, right? All right, this is the thing I like to do. Uh, let me see if I can find it. I like to go to my page, and uh, I told you I post memes, man. That's like being a nightlife promoter and then posting memes. That's what I do. Um, occasionally, I give women excellent sex for five minutes, and then that's it. So those are the three things that I'm great at. Five minutes worth of <laughs> And then I post memes, and I promote the shit out of my club, right? And you come party and get drunk and cheat on each other. Y'all don't really cheat on each other. Y'all are perfect. I'm just playing. Stop it. I'm just playing. Y'all know. What? What did you say? Y'all play too much. Anyway, man, here we go. The meme that I posted, I tweeted, but I turned it into like a meme. Like I posted it on my actual IG, Thaddeus.shade. Uh, women argue about anything. 
quotations. I didn't put them in there, of course, but quotes. You didn't nut a lot this time. Who you been fucking? That's what I wrote. Women argue about anything. You didn't nut a lot this time. Who you been fucking? Uh, and that's true, man. You ever been in a relationship? If you have a, if you are a good, good looking male, if you're decent looking male or a good looking male or have a, have a, you know, a career or a job that is great or puts you around women, uh, she's probably going to really put you in a, a microscope and everything you do is going to either come close to an argument or be an argument. And if you're like the right type of dude, it's just her arguing with you and you not saying nothing because you just know it's all bullshit. And you just like, <sighs> here we go again. Just, just figuring out ways. So I like to go, let me go through some of these comments. Let me see. Apollo slum life, Apollo underscore slum life. Life spelled L. L-Y-F-E. I actually know him. Good guy. I think every man has heard them words at least once in their life. And that's true. Well, I don't know about the like the nut part, but you but he's meaning who you been fucking. Golly. Ah. Come in the house. Well, you sure are sweating. Who you been fucking? Why you sweating? So who you been fucking? Uh, Ah. You know, let's see. We have a sixth sense. Stop it. Stop it. Fishing for shit ain't a sixth sense. Stop it. Love you, ladies, though. It's a lot of laughing emojis. A lot of laughing emojis. Laughing emojis. I'm still looking. Because them fuckers grimy as shit. I mean, we... As guys, we don't have a lot of willpower. If you want to consider that grimy, I consider it a like a handicap. Lack of willpower is a handicap, and I don't like being called grimy because it's a handicap. I'm sorry. What am I supposed to do? If I'm out, I don't drink, but if I'm out and my boy's out, and he in a relationship, he drinking, and all of a sudden he getting off of some poo nanny. He take the poo nanny. Not only was he drunk, he had a lack of willpower. He handicapped already, and you add alcohol on that? I ain't fair to call him grimy. She said, I, for, what is this, from Bay? I think that's what it's from Bay, the number four RM Bay. I see no problem with this question. Watch out. Don't talk to her. She don't see a problem with the question. She really, really, never mind. Just understand that I warned you, and if you talk to her and you end up having issues, I warned you. And then call the white coats. Come get her, because you know what that means. That ain't a joke. That's true. Who you been fucking? The eye emojis, which the eye emojis, 
Never mind. Not even getting that. I really be posting some, some good shit. A man, listen, my man, I think that's a white guy. Oh, I love it when my white guys come to to come to 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 to, to hop in. Like they're not afraid to follow me. They're afraid to look me in the eye when I'm out in public, but they will, they will follow the shit out of me. You know? They will follow the shit out of me, man. But they won't look at they won't look me in the eye. But Justin dot m dot lane. He said a man can get dehydrated out here in the heat. He put the put like the the what is what type of shit is that? Like a little like a like the sun in the background of some mountains. He's like, it's always us. It's down here in the desert. It's us. Okay. He said a man can get dehydrated out here in the valley of the sun. I'm going to like that comment. And I'm going to laugh. Laughing emojis. There it is. Like that. All right, man. Uh, I guess I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, <sighs> I guess I'll just go ahead and end it, I guess. I think I'm at an hour. I really am at an hour. Wow. Okay. Uh, DJ Khaled, man. Um, that was hilarious. Uh, if you don't know, you got to see the video. Him going live with the girl shaking her ass. I fucking died at that. I brought that up only to say dramatic pause. DJ Khaled follows me. And thank y'all for listening to Seasonable Cloud Episode 1. Once again, thank you, Nia Long, for existing. Um, wow, what a treat, you know. And she still looks good, too. Uh, you go to her IG. She's just, you know. And remember. I'm outside in a Prius. I don't drive a Prius, but I just think that Unless she's a certain type of woman, she's not going to really appreciate the Prius. But if you can get an AMG. I'm outside in an AMG. It really does sound a lot better. It just sounds so much better. Thank y'all so much for listening to me. Can you do me a favor? Can you subscribe? Tell a a friend to subscribe. I feel stupid because I can't talk. And uh, I'll be dropping these once a week. And I appreciate you. Seasonable Clout, episode one.